Hello, friends. Welcome to God's Eagle Ministries. At God's Eagle Ministries, we are seeding the nations with God's Word, and God Himself is transforming lives through His timeless truth, one content at a time. Evangelism, discipleship, prayer, healing, deliverance, restoration, without walls, borders, and denomination. Today is February um, the 10th of uh, that's February 10th, 2023. This is a third week into our waiting uh, for this year to get clarity uh, concerning our plans and the year and for the family, our partners. And um, um, on the 2nd of um, the February, um, in the spirit, I was in Europe, over Europe, and I was able to cite um, a man, a picture was not very clear, uh, and I heard in my spirit, Gog and Magog, Gog and Magog. And uh, that's exactly uh, one week ago, uh, Thursday, uh, the 2nd of uh, February, uh, 2023. And, um, and so, had been investigating that and looking at all the various um, uh, scriptural references and what the Spirit of God is saying concerning these times and these seasons so that we can inform the body of Christ as to positioning um, Gog and Magog. And um, that's uh, so today I've gotten the release uh, to do. Um, uh, a message, a message starting from Revelation, uh, Revelation uh, 22 verses. So I'm going to uh, go through uh, the entire Revelation, um, uh, one after the other, one chapter after the other. I've not uh, done this length before, but I trust uh, that the Holy Spirit will help us to push through whatever it is that is speaking to us in these times and um, seasons. And the book of Revelation is a book that most people tend to avoid and um, because there's so many um, um, unknowns, so to speak, uh, so many explanations that most people don't understand. And it is important. It's written for our understanding. And the Holy Spirit is there to bring us clarity, to open our eyes, spiritual eyes, uh, discernment to be able to discern what the Spirit is saying uh, to the churches. And uh, before I go into uh, the book of Revelation, I'll be making references back and forth as it relates to uh, other parts of Scripture. And um, because it's prophecy, um, it's important that I um, highlight a few things here. The first thing is, is that this uh, book of Revelation covers five things. It covers five areas. Events, it covers five events. The first is the events of the whole church age. And um, that starts off from Revelation 1 to 3. Uh, number two, events in heaven, Revelation 4 and 5. And then number three, events of the future tribulations of Daniel's 70th week, Revelation 6 to 19. And then number four, events of eternal new heavens and a new earth, Revelation 21 uh, to 22. And um, in reading this, it's a, a, a blessing, three blessings. 
um, the scripture says that three classes are blessed. Which are they? Uh, the first one is as those who read the revelation. And so I'm also going to be reading the revelation uh, from 1 to 22. I believe that we are we are going to be blessed because we're reading it. Number two, those who hear it. Those who hear it. And so as I'm reading and you're hearing, there's a blessing that accrue as a result. And then number three, those who keep things uh, um, keep things written therein. In a nutshell, whatever you hear, as the Spirit ministers to your spirit, and you apply them, uh, there's a blessing that awaits you. And that there are seven rules regarding prophecy. Seven rules regarding prophecy as we go through this. Uh, we, number one is that we understand prophecy as history written beforehand. Number two, uh, give the same meaning to words of prophecy as you do the words of history. So as we go through this, give the same meaning to words of prophecy as you do the words of history. And so you're going to hear some names there that apply to the time of John, who recorded this in the Isle of Patmos, uh, about 97 AD, after Jesus left thereabout. And then number three, do not seek for hidden meaning. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of mystery that has been uh, proclaimed in the name of God on the pulpit. Mysteries can be confusing. Mysteries can um, mislead people. Okay, so as much as possible, um, we do not seek for hidden meanings. And number four, do not think prophecy must be fulfilled before it can be understood. It doesn't need to be fulfilled before you understand it because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of prophecy. Okay? And number five, do not interpret God's own interpretation of anything in prophecy. Okay? Do not interpret God's own interpretation. When God says, when the angel says this is the interpretation, take it literally as it is. Number six, take all prophecy literally unless it is clear that it can not have a, a literal meaning. Then get the literal truth conveyed by the figurative language. And number seven, let the Bible be his own interpreter. And what that means is out of the mouth of two witnesses is the word established. So as we'll be uh, going through the word, I would uh, maybe pause a bit and probably add a few things, few insights that I receive. Um, a secret place where we're out of our home, where and mountain where we're waiting uh, to get clarity as we put these things before the Lord. And you can open up as the Spirit of God is one spirit. They are not two spirit. And so if there are things that are confusing to you there, uh, you can also gain that. And so it's important also to know the times. So the sons of Issachar knew the times and they knew what needs to be done. And so the body of Christ, as much as possible, have tried to uh, quell prophecy, to put it under the pillow, because uh, prophecy can be um, can create a lot of conflict in uh, church. So people are afraid uh, of prophecy. They want to continue the way they will continue uh, without um, an interference. I know uh, there's so much happening in the world today. Uh, the earthquake that just took place in Turkey took out over 20,000 people. And the last um, uh, earthquake that has been heard that have happened with this uh, devastating effect was in 1939. They've never had that. And the impact was felt in the U.S., in Greenland, in Israel, 
in um, Russia and um, uh, Syria also had the impact there. So um, it's, it's, uh, the trauma was felt in Europe as well. And so um, as these things happen, and it's important for us to tune in to the frequency of the spirit to understand what is going on. And it's when we make query, we get answers. And every child of God has capacity to hear into this realm of the spirit. It's not, um, um, yeah, every child of God has a capacity and it just requires training. All right. And so uh, God can minister to us through our, our, our visual impressions, uh, visions, dreams, thought impressions, and uh, so many other channels, auditory. Okay. And sometimes we're confused because we don't understand them. And the body of Christ is there. We can reach out to each other if there are things that we uh, do not understand. And so this is 8 minutes uh, 53 uh, into our discussion. So I'm just going to Revelation chapter 1. And as we go into, so what were we going to find out? Gog and Magog. And how the times and the seasons place in. And so I go now. This is the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's unveiling of the divine mysteries. God gave it to him to disclose and make known to his born servants certain things which must shortly and speedily come to pass in their entirety. Okay? So this is unveiling of mystery. So God unveils mystery because God doesn't want to hide things from us. And so that's why I said we should be read to people. And it's important that at this time, in life at this time in uh in, in this time that we we exist this time slot of eternity we want to uh read through this and, and bring some light here and he sent and communicated it through his angel messengers to his bond servant john who has testified to and vouched for all that he saw in his visions the word of god and the testimony of jesus christ blessed happy to be envied is a man who reads aloud in the assemblies, the word of this prophecy, and blessed, happy to be envied, are those who hear each read, and who keep themselves true to the things which are written in it, hiding them and laying them to heart. But the time for them to be fulfilled is near. John to the seven assembly churches that are in Asia, and this was in Turkey where this earthquake took place now. May grace, God's unmerited favor, be granted to you and spiritual peace, the peace of Christ's kingdom, from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits, the sevenfold Holy Spirit, before his throne. Uh, reference there is Isaiah 11, 2. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful and trustworthy witness, the firstborn of the dead, first to be brought back to life, and the prince ruler of the kings of the earth, to him whoever loves us and has once for all, lose and freed us from our sins by his own blood Psalms 89.27 and formed us into a kingdom, a royal race priest to his God and Father to him be glory and power and majesty and dominion throughout ages forever and ever. Amen. So be it. So I'm reading from the Amplified Bible and reference here with that scripture I just read is Exodus 19.6, Isaiah 61.6. Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those, those who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth shall gaze upon him and beat their breasts and mourn and lament over him. Even so, 
must it be. Amen. So be it. And reference here is Daniel chapter 7, 13, Zechariah 12, 10. I am the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end, says the Lord God. He who is, and who was, and who is to come. The Almighty, the ruler of all. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. I, John, your brother and companion, sharer and participator with you in the tribulation and kingdom and patient endurance which are in Jesus Christ, was on the isle of called Patmos, banished on account of my witnessing to the word of God, the testimony, the proof, the evidence for Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit, wrapped in his power on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a great voice like the calling of water trumpet, saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. Write promptly what you see, your vision, in a book, and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia, to Ephesus, and to Smyrna, and to Pegamon, and to Theatira, and Sardis, and to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. That's all in Turkey. Then I turned to see whose was the voice that was speaking to me. And turning, I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the midst of the lampstand, one like a son of man, clothed with a robe which reached to his feet, with a girdle of gold about his breast. And reverence Daniel 7, 13 and 10, 5. And I'm quoting these references because you're going to have these scriptures also in Daniel 7, 13 and 10, 5 to confirm that this is not the first mention. There's always been, uh, out of the mouth of two witnesses, is the word established. So when I quote scripture, I'm also referencing to other parts of scripture. Now, verse 14 of the Revelation 1. His head and his hair were white like white wool, as white as snow, and his eyes flashed like a flame of fire. And the reference here is Daniel 7 9. His feet glowed like burnished bright bronze as it is refined in the furnace. And his voice was like the sound of many waters. Daniel chapter 10 verse 6. In his right hand he held seven stars. And from his mouth there came forth a sharp two-edged sword. And his face was like the sun shining in full power at midday. You can read that a reference in Exodus 34 verse 29. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as he was dead. And he laid his right hand on me and said, do not be afraid, I am the first and the last. Isaiah chapter 44, verse 6. Yes. And verse 18. And the ever living one, I am living in eternity of eternities. I died, but see, I am alive forevermore. And I possess the keys of death and hate. Hate, in bracket, the realm of the death, dead. Write therefore the things you see, what they are and signify, and what is to take place hereafter. As for the hidden meaning, the mystery of the seven stars which you saw on my right hand, and the seven lampstand of gold, the seven stars are the seven angels, or the messengers of the seven assemblies churches, and the seven lampstand are the seven churches. I go to now uh, Revelation 2. To the angel, messenger of the assembly church in Ephesus, right? These are the words of him who holds the seven stars, which are the messengers of the seven churches in his right hand. Who goes about among the seven golden lampstands, which are the seven churches? I know your industry and activities, laborious toil and trouble, and your patient endurance, and how you cannot tolerate wicked men, and have tested and critically appraised those who call themselves 
apostles, special messengers of Christ, and yet are not. And I found them to be imposters, liars. I know you are enduring patiently and are bearing up for my name's sake. And you have not fainted or become exhausted or grown weary. But I have this one charge to make against you, that you have left abandoned the love that you had at first. You have deserted me, your first love. Remember then from what heights you are falling. Repent, change your inner man to meet God's will. And do the works you did previously when first you knew the Lord. Or else I'll visit you and remove your lampstand from his place. Unless you change your mind and repent. Yet you have this in your favor, to your credit. And you hate the works of Nicolaitans, what they are doing as corruptors of the people, which I myself also detest. He who is able to hear, let him listen to and give heed to what the Spirit says to the assembly churches. To him who overcomes is victorious. I will grant to eat of the fruit of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. And this reference from Genesis chapter 2 verse 9 and Genesis chapter 3 verse 24. But the angel messenger of the, church, of the assembly church in Smyrna write, These are the words of the first and the last, who died and came to life again. Isaiah 44 verse 6 reference there. I know your affliction and distress and present trouble and your poverty, but you are rich how you are abused and reviled and slandered by those who say they are Jews and are not, but are synagogue of Satan. Fear nothing that you are about to suffer. Dismiss your dread and your fears. Behold, the devil is indeed about to throw some of you into prison, that you may be tested and proved and critically appraised. And for ten days you have affliction. Be loyally faithful unto death, even if you must die for it. And I will give you the crown of life. Revelation 10, uh, 3, verse 10 and 11. He who is able to hear, let him listen to and heed what the Spirit says to the assembly churches. He who overcomes, is victorious, shall in no way be injured by the second death. Then do the angel messages of the assembly church in Pergamum write, these are the words of him who has the wheels and the sharp two-edged swords. I know where you live, a place where Satan sits enthroned. Yet you are clinging to and hand-holding fast by name, my name, and you do not deny my faith. Even in the days of Antipas, my witness, my faithful one, who was killed, martyred in your maze, where Satan dwells. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. You have some people there who are clinging to the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balaam to set a trap and a trembling block, stumbling block before the sons of Israel to entice them to eat food that had been sacrificed to idols and to practice lewdness, giving themselves up to sexual vice. In reference there is Numbers 25, 1-2 and 31, verse 16. You also have some who, in a similar way, are clinging to the teaching of the Nucleitans, those corruptors of the people, which thin I hate. Repent then, or else I will come to you quickly and fight against them with the sword of my mouth. He who is able to hear, let him listen to, and heed what the Spirit says to the assembly churches. To him who overcomes conquers, I will give to eat of the manna that is hidden, and I will give him a white stone with a new name engraved on the stone which no one else, who no one knows or understands except he who receives it. And reference there is Psalm 78 verse 24 and Isaiah chapter 62 verse 2 verse 18. 
and to the angel messenger of the assembly church in fear terror write, These are the words of the Son of God, whose eyes are flashed like a flame of fire, and whose feet glow like bright and burnished and white hot bronze. And this same picture Daniel saw in Daniel chapter 10, verse 6, for corroborations, corroborations of um, uh, second witness. I know your record and what you are doing, your love and faith and service and patient endurance, and that your recent works are more numerous and greater than your first ones. But I have this against you, that you tolerate the woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, claiming to be inspired, and who is teaching, leading astray my servants, and beguiling them into practicing sexual vice and eating food sacrificed to idols. References here is First Kings sixteen thirty one, Second Kings nine twenty two to thirty. I gave her time to repent, but she has no desire to repent of her immorality, symbolic of idolatry, and refuses to do so. Take note, I will throw her on a bed of anguish, and those who commit adultery with her, her paramours, I will bring down to present distress and severe affliction, unless they turn away their mind from conduct, such as hers and repent of their doings. And I will strike her children, her proper followers, dead, thoroughly exterminating them. And all the assemblies, churches shall recognize and understand that I am he who searches minds, the thoughts, feelings, and purposes, and the innermost hearts. And I will give to each of you the reward of what you have done as your work deserves. In bracket, reference here, Psalm 62, 12, Jeremiah 17, 10. But to the rest of you in theater who do not hold this teaching, who have not explored and known the deaths of Satan, and as they say, I tell you that I do not lay upon you any other fresh burden. Only hold fast to what you have until I come. And he who overcomes is victorious, and who obeys my commands to the very end, doing the work that I please, that please me, I will give him authority and power over the nations, and he shall rule them with a scepter, rod of iron, as when earthen pots are broken in pieces, and his power over them shall be like that which I myself have received from my father. Reference Psalms 2 verse 8 and 9. And I will give him the morning star. He who is able to hear, let him listen to and heed what the Holy Spirit says to the assembly churches. Revelation chapter 3. And to the angel messenger of the assembly church in Sardis write, These are the words of him who has the seven spirits of God, the sevenfold Holy Spirit, and the seven stars. I know your record and what you're doing. You are supposed to be your life, but in reality you're dead. Rouse yourself and keep awake and strengthen and invigorate what remains and is on the point of dying. For I have not found a thing that you have done, any work of yours meeting the requirements of my God or perfect in his sight. So call to mind the lessons you received and heard. Continually lay them to heart and obey them and repent. In case you will not arouse yourselves and keep awake and watch, I will come upon you like a thief. You will not know or suspect at what hour will come. Yet you still have a few persons' names in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes, and they shall walk with me in white, because they are worthy and deserving. Thus shall he who conquers is victorious, be clad in white garments, and I will not erase or plot out his name from the book of life. I acknowledge him as mine, and I will confess his name openly before my Father and before his angels. Cross-reference here, the Psalms 69, verse 28, Daniel 12, 1. 
He who is able to hear, let him listen to and heed what the Holy Spirit says to the assembly churches. And to the angel, messenger of the assembly church in Philadelphia, write, These are the words of the Holy One, the true one, he who has a key of David, who opens and no one shall shut, who shuts and no one shall open. Reference here, Isaiah, Isaiah 22, verse 22. I know your record of works and what you're doing. See, I have set before you a door wide open, which no one is, which no one is able to shut. I know that you have put little, you have but little power, and yet you have kept my word and guarded my message, and have not renounced or denied my name. Take note: I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not, but lie. Behold. I will make them come and bow down before your feet, learn and acknowledge that I have loved you. And cross reference here is Isaiah 43, verse 4, Isaiah 49, 23, Isaiah 60, 14. Because you have guided, guided, guided and kept my word of patience, endurance, in bracket, have held fast the lessons of my patience with expectant endurance that I give you, I also will keep you safe on the hour of trial, testing, which is coming on the whole world to try those who dwell upon the earth. I'm coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, so that no one may rob you and deprive you of your crown. He who overcomes is victorious. I'll make him a pillar in the sanctuary of my God. He shall never be put out of it or go out of it. And I will write on him the name of my God, the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which descends from my God out of heaven, and my own new name. Cross-reference here is Isaiah 62, 2, Ezekiel 48.35. He who can hear, let him, le- him, let him listen to and heed what the Spirit says to the assembly churches. And to the angel of messengers of the assembly church in Laodicea write, These are the words of the, of the Amen. They trust <laughs> reference here is Proverbs 3.12. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears and listens to and hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and will eat with him, and he will eat with me. He overcomes is victorious. I will grant him to sit beside me on my throne, as I myself I came, was victorious and sat down beside my father on his throne. He was able to hear, let him listen to, and heed what the Holy Spirit says the assembly churches now we go to uh, revelation uh, chapter 4 on the events of heaven so revelation 4 um, 5 
thereabout. Okay. After this, I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven, and the first voice which I had heard addressing me like the calling of a water trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place in the future. At once, I came under the Holy Spirit's power, and behold, a throne stood in heaven, with one seated on the throne. Cross-reference here, Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 26. So this is not the first time um, people are seeing God sitting on the throne. Ezekiel also saw that. So verse 3, And he who sat there appeared like the crystalline brightness of jasper, and the fairy sardis, and cycling the throne, there was a halo that looked like a rainbow of emerald. Ezekiel saw that in Ezekiel 1 28 as well. 24 other thrones surrounded the throne. And seated on those thrones were 24 elders, the members of the heavenly Sanhedrin, arrayed in white clothing with crowns of gold upon their heads. After the throne came flashes of lightning and rumblings and peals of thunder. And in front of the throne, seven blazing torches burned, which are the seven spirits of God, the sevenfold Holy Spirit. And in front of the throne, there was also what looked like a transparent glassy sea, as if of crystal. And around the throne, in the center at each side of the throne, were four living creatures, who were full of eyes in front and behind, with intelligence as to what is before and at the rear of them. Ezekiel also saw this in Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 5 and Ezekiel 18 verse 18. The first living creature was like a lion, the second living creature like an ox, the third living creature had the face of a man, and the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. Ezekiel saw it also in Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 10. And for the four living creatures, individually having six wings, were full of eyes all over and within, underneath their wings. And the day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, omnipotent, who was and who is and who is to come. Also reference here, Isaiah 6, 1 to 3. Whenever the living creatures offer glory and honor and thanksgiving to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, through the eternities of eternities, reference Psalm 47 verse 8, the 24 elders, the members of the heavenly Sanhedrin, fall prostrate before him who is seated on the throne, and they worship him who lives forever and ever, and they throw down their crowns before the throne, crying out, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive the glory and the honor and dominion, for you created all things. By your will they were brought into being and were created. You can also get a reference here in Psalms 19 verse 1. Revelation 5. And I saw lying on the open hand of him who was seated on the throne, a scroll uh, written within and on the back, closed and sealed with seven seals. And uh, the, the similar... Uh, Picture was seen by Isaiah in Isaiah 29:11. Ezekiel also saw that same picture in Ezekiel 2:9 and 10. Daniel also saw that in Daniel chapter 12, verse 4. Verse 2 of Revelation 5. And I saw a strong angel announcing in a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll? And who is entitled and desires and is morally fit to break his seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth, in the realm of the dead, or hates was able to open the scroll or to take a single look at its contents. And I wept audibly and bitterly because no one was found fit to open the scroll or to inspect it. 
Then one of the elders of the heavenly Sanhedrin said to me, Stop weeping. See the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root source of David, as one, has overcome and conquered. He can open the scroll and break its seven seals. Um, references here, Genesis 49, verse 9 and 10, Isaiah 11, 1 and 10, Rome, uh, Revelation 22, 16. Verse 6 of Revelation 6, uh, Revelation 5. And there between the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders of the heavenly Sahedrin, I saw a lamb standing as though it had been slain with seven horns and with seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, the sevenfold Holy Spirit, who have been sent on duty far and wide and into all the earth. Isaiah 53, 7. Zechariah 3, 8, 9, Zechariah 4, 10. Cross-references. He then went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne. And when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders of the heavenly Sahedrin prostrated themselves before the Lamb. It was holding a harp, lute, or guitar, and they had golden bowls full of incense, fragrant spices, and gums of burning, which are the prayers of God's people, the saints. And now they sing a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to break the seals that are on it. For you were slain, sacrificed, and with your blood you purchased men unto God from every tribe, language, and people, and nation. And Psalms 33 verse 3 confirms these. I have made them a kingdom, royal race, and priests to our God, and they shall reign as kings over the earth. Exodus 19.6 Isaiah 61 6 cross reference. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels on every side of the throne, and of the living creatures and the elders of the heavenly Sahedrin. And they numbered ten thousand times ten thousand thousands of thousands. There's a reference here in Daniel chapter 7, verse 10. So it's not just John that saw that picture. Saying in a loud voice, Deserving is a lamb who was sacrificed to receive all the power and riches and wisdom and might and honor, and majesty, glory, and splendor, and blessing. And I heard every created thing in heaven and on earth, and under the earth, in Hades, and place of departed spirit, and on the sea, and all that is in it, crying out together to him who is seated on the throne, to the Lamb, be ascribed the blessing, and all the honor, and the majesty, the glory, and splendor, and the power, might, and dominion, forever and ever, through the eternities of eternities, cross-reference here is Daniel 7, 13, and 14. That the four living creatures being said, Amen, so be it. And the elders of the heavenly Sahedrin prostrated themselves and worshipped him who lives forever and ever. Revelation chapter 6. Then I saw as a lamb broke open one of the seven seals, and as if in a voice of thunder, I heard one of the four living creatures call out, Come! And I looked and saw there a white horse whose rider carried a bow. And a crown was given him, and he rode forth conquering and to conquer. Cross references here, Psalms 45, 4 and 5, Zechariah chapter 1, 8, Zechariah chapter 6, 1 to 3. When he broke the second seal, I heard the second living creature call out, Come! And another horse came out, flaming red, and his rider was empowered to take the peace from the earth, so that men fluttered one another. And was given a huge sword. When he broke open the third seal, I heard the third living creature call out, Come and look. I saw, and behold, a black horse, and in his hand the rider had a pair of scales, 
a balance. I heard what seemed to be a voice from the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius, a whole day's wages, and three quarts of barley for a denarius. But do not harm the oil and the wine. First, second Kings 6.25 reference there. And when the lamb broke open the four seal, I heard the four living creature call out, Come! So I looked and behold an ashy pale horse, black and blue, as it made so by bruising, and his rider's name was Death, and Hades, the realm of the dead, followed him closely. And they were given authority and power over a fourth part of the earth to kill with the sword, and to, with famine, and with plague, pestilence, disease, and with wild beasts of the earth. Cross reference. Ezekiel 5.12, Hosea 13.14 When the Lamb broke open the fifth seal, I saw at the foot of the altar the souls of those whose lives had been sacrificed for adhering to the word of God, of the testimony they had borne. They cried in a loud voice, O Sovereign Lord, holy and true, how long now before you will sit in judgment and avenge our blood upon those who dwell on the earth? Cross-reference Genesis 4.10 Psalm 79.5, Zechariah 1.12. Then they were each given a long and flowing and festive white robe and told to rest and wait patiently a little while longer on the number which should be complete of their fellow servants and their brethren who were to be killed as they themselves had been. When he the lamb broke open the sixth seal, I looked and there was a great earthquake. And the sun grew black as a cloud of hair, the full disk of the moon. The moon became like blood, as a reference Joel 2, 10, 31. And the stars of the sky dropped to the earth like a fig tree shedding its unripe fruit out of season when shaken by a strong wind. Isaiah 34, 4. And the sky rolled up like a scroll and vanished, and every mountain and island was dislodged from its place. Then the kings of the earth and their noblemen and their magnates and their military chiefs and the wealthy and the strong and everyone, whether slave or free, hid themselves in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains. Isaiah chapter 2 verse 10. And they called to the mountains and the rock, fall before us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the deep-seated indignation and wrath of the Lamb. Cross reference, Isaiah 2, 19-21, Hosea 10, 8. But the great day of his wrath, vengeance, retribution, indignation has come. Who is able to stand before it? Joel 2, um, 11, Malachi 3, 2. Cross reference. This is the end of Revelation uh, chapter 6. Events of future tribulation of Daniel's 70th week, Revelation 6 to 10. So 6 to 10 is Daniel revelation, but also revealed to uh, John from Revelation 6 all the way to 19. Daniel also saw the same event. So I go to Revelation 7 now of the events of the tribulation, the 70th week. After this, I saw four angels stationed at the four corners of the earth firmly holding back the four winds of the earth so that no wind blew should blow on the earth or sea or upon any tree. Cross-reference, Zechariah 6.5 And I saw a second angel coming up from the east, the rising of the sun, and carrying the seal of the living God. 
And with a loud voice, he called out to the four angels who had been given authority and power to injure earth and the sea, saying, Harm neither the earth nor the sea nor the trees until we have sealed the bond servants of our God upon their foreheads. There's a reference here in Ezekiel chapter 9 verse 4. And then I heard how many were sealed, marked out of every tribe of the sons of Israel. There were 144,000. 12,000 were sealed, marked out of the tribe of Judah. 12,000 of the tribe of Reuben, 12,000 of the tribe of Gad, 12,000 of the tribe of Asher, 12,000 of the tribe of Naphtali, 12,000 of the tribe of Manasseh, 12,000 of the tribe of Simeon, 12,000 of the tribe of Levi, 12,000 of the tribe of Issachar, 12,000 of the tribe of Zabalim, 12,000 of the tribe of Joseph, 12,000 of the tribe of Benjamin. After this I looked, and a vast host appeared which no one could count gathered out of every nation, from all tribes and people and languages, they stood before the throne and before the Lamb. They were tied in white robes with palm branches in their hands. In loud voice they crowd, cried, saying, Our salvation is due to our God who is seated on the throne and to the Lamb. To them we owe our deliverance. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders of the heavenly Sanhedrin, Sanhedrin and the four living creatures, and they fell prostrate before the throne and worshipped God. Amen. So be it. They cried, Blessing, and glory, and majesty, and splendor, and wisdom, and thanks, and honor, and power, and might be ascribed to our God, to the ages and ages, forever and ever, throughout eternities of eternities. Amen. So be it. Then addressing me, one of the elders of the heavenly Sanhedrin said, Who are these people? clothed in the long white robes and from where have they come i replied sir you know and he said to me these are they who have come out of the great tribulation and bracket persecution and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb in genesis chapter 49 11 daniel 12 1 for this reason they are now before the very throne of god and serve him day and night in his sanctuary and he who is sitting upon the throne will protect and spread his tabernacle over and shelter them with his presence. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun smite them, nor any scorching heat. Isaiah 49.10, Psalms 121.6 For the Lamb who is in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to the springs of water of life, and God will wipe away every tear of their eyes. Psalms 23.2, Isaiah 25.8, Ezekiel 34.23. Complete uh, Revelation 7, now to Revelation 8. When he, the Lamb, broke open the seventh seal. And who is the Lamb? Jesus is the one breaking the seal. There was silence for about half an hour in heaven. Then I saw the seven angels who stood to stand before God. And to them were given seven trumpets. Another angel came and stood over the altar. He had a golden censer and was given very much incense, fragrant spices and gums which exalt perfume when burned, that he might mingle it with the prayers of all the people of God, the saints upon the golden altar before the throne. Psalms 141 verse 2. So this proves to us that prayer, our prayer, are like incense that burn up to God. Sincere prayers, heartfelt prayers, prayers that emanate from the depth of our spirit. 
Effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, that's in James the fall. And the smoke of the incense, the perfume arose in the presence of God with the prayers of the people of God, the saints from the hand of the angel. So the angel took the censer and filled it with fire from the altar and cast it upon the earth. Then there followed pearls of thunder and loud rumblings and blasts and noises and flashes of lightning and an earthquake. Levit- Levit- uh, Leviticus 16.12, Ezekiel 10.2. And the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared to sound them. The first angel blew his trumpet and there was a storm of hail and fire mingled with blood cast upon the earth. And the third part of the earth was burnt up and the third of trees was burnt up. And all the green grasses was burnt up. Exodus 9.23-25 The same thing that was done to Pharaoh will be done to the earth. The second angel blew his trumpet and something resembling a great mountain blazing with fire was hauled into the sea. In Jeremiah 51.25 Reference And the third of the sea was turned to blood. A third of the living creatures in the sea perished and a third of the sheep were destroyed. The third angel blew his trumpet and a huge star fell from heaven, burning like a torch, and it dropped on a third of the rivers and the springs of water. And the name of the star is Wormwood. A third part of waters was changed into Wormwood, and many people died from using the water because it had become bitter. Then the fourth angel blew his trumpet, and the third of the sun was smitten, and the third of the moon and the third of the stars, so that the light of a third of them was darkened, and the third of the daylight itself was withdrawn. And likewise, the third of the light of the night was kept from shining. Then I looked and I saw a solitary eagle flying in mid-heaven. As it flew, I heard it crying with a loud voice, Woe, woe to those who dwell on the earth, because of the rest of the trumpet blast which the three angels are about to sound. Revelation 9 Then the fifth angel blew his trumpet, and I saw a star that had fallen from the sky to the earth. The angel was given the key of the shaft of the abyss, the bottomless pit. He opened the long shaft of the abyss, in bracket, the bottomless pit, and smoke like the smoke of a huge furnace puffed out of the long shaft, so that the sun and the atmosphere were darkened by the smoke from the long shaft. Genesis chapter 19, 28, Exodus 19, 18, Joel 2:10. Then out of the smoke, locusts came forth on the earth. And such power was granted them as a power the earth's scorpion have. Exodus 10, 12-15 also happened in Pharaoh's uh, Egypt. They were told not to injure the garbage of the earth, nor any green thing, nor any tree, but only to attack such human beings as do not have the seal, in bracket, the mark of God on their foreheads. You can also get that account in Ezekiel 9, 4. And they were not permitted to kill them, but to torment distress vexed them for five months and the pain caused them was like the torture of a scorpion when it stings a person and in those days people will seek death and will not find it and they will yearn to die but death invades and flees from them in Job chapter 3 21 the locusts resembled horses equipped for battle on their heads was something like golden crowns their faces resembled the faces of people Joel 2 4 they had hair like the hair, hair of women, and their teeth were like lion's teeth. Twelve one says, and their breastplate scales resemble breastplates made of iron, 
and a whirring noise made by their wings like the roar of a vast number of horse-driven chariots going at full speed into battle. Joel 2.5 They have tails like scorpions and they have stings and in their tails lies the ability to hurt men for the five months. Over them as king they have the angel of the abyss in brackets of the bottomless pit. In Hebrew his name is Abaddon and in bracket destruction but in Greek he is called Apollon destroyer. It's 12 of chapter 9 Revelation. The first war calamity has passed. Behold two others are here to follow. Then the sixth angel blew his trumpet and from the four horns of the golden altar who stand before God I heard a solitary voice saying to the sixth angel who had a trumpet liberate the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. So the four angels who had been in readiness for that hour in the appointed day, mound, and year were liberated to destroy a third of mankind. The number of their troops, of the troops of cavalry, was twice ten thousand times ten thousand. That's two hundred million. I heard what their numbers was, and in my vision, the horses and the riders appeared to me like this. The riders wore breastplates, the color fairy red sapphire blue and sulfur brimstone yellow. The heads of horses look like uh, the heads of the horses look like a lion's head and from their mouth they are, they are, they poured fire and smoke and sulfur and brimstone. The dead of mankind was killed by these three plagues by the fire and the smoke and the sulfur or brimstone that poured from the mouth of the horses. But the power of the horses to do harm is in their mouth and also in their tails. And their tails are like serpents, for they have heads, and it is by means of them that they wound people. And the rest of humanity who were not killed by these plagues, even then did not repent of the worship of the works of their own hands, so as to cease paying homage to the demons and idols of gold and silver, and bronze and stone and wood, which can neither see nor hear nor move. In bracket, Psalms 115, 4-7. Psalms 135, 15-17, Isaiah 17, 18. And they did not repent of their mothers, their practice of magic, sorcery, or their sexual vice, or their thefts. Just a, a statistics here. About 70% of content on the internet that flood the fiber optics across the internet is con- uh, carry sexual um, content all across it. Mark that, over 70% of content over the internet um, carry sexual content. Revelation 10 Then I saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven robed in a cloud with a halo or halo like a rainbow over his head. His face was like the sun and his feet legs were like columns of fire. He had a little book scroll, a book or scroll open in his hand. He set his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land. And he shouted with a loud voice like the roaring of a lion. When he had shouted, the seven thunders gave voice and uttered their message in distinct words. And when the seven thunders had spoken or sounded, I was going to write it down. But I heard a voice from heaven saying, Seal up what the seven thunders have said. Do not write it down. Then the mighty angel whom I have seen stationed on sea and land raised his right hand to heaven, the sky, 
references here Deuteronomy 32 40 Daniel, Daniel 12 67 and swore in the name of by him who lives forever and ever who created the heavens and back the sky and all they contain and the earth and all that it contains and the sea and all that it contains he swore that no more time she will intervene and there should be no more waiting or delay but that when the days come when the trumpet call of the seven angels about to be sounded then god's mystery his secret design his hidden purpose as he had announced the glad tidings to his servant the prophet shall be fulfilled accomplished completed you can read that in daniel 12 67 where they told him not to also do a recording keep a recording of what was sounded at that time then the voice that i have heard from heaven spoke again to me saying go take the little book which is open on the hand of this angel who is standing on the sea and on the land. So I went up to the angel and asked him to give me the little book. And he said to me, Take it and eat it. It will embitter your stomach, though in your mouth it will be as sweet as honey. Ezekiel also experiences in Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 8, uh, verse 9, uh, chapter 2, verse 9, Ezekiel chapter 3, 1 to 3. So I took the little book from the angel's hand and ate and swallowed it. It was as sweet as honey in my mouth. But once I had swallowed it, my stomach was embittered. Same thing as equal experience. Then they said to me, You are to make a fresh prophecy concerning many peoples and races and nations and languages and kings. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 10. Another course reference here. Revelation 11. A reed as a measuring rod was then given to me, shaped like a staff, and was told, Rise up and measure the sanctuary of God and the altar of incense. A number of those who worship there, Ezekiel 40, verse 3, also referenced there, will live out of your measuring the court outside the sanctuary of God. Omit that, for it is given over to the Gentiles, the nations, that they will trample the holy city under full for 42 months, three and a half years. Isaiah 63, 18, Zechariah 12, 3. And I will grant the power of prophecy to my two witnesses for 1,260, uh, that's 42 months, three and one and a half years, dressed in sackcloth. These witnesses are the two olive trees and the two lampstands who stand before the Lord of the earth. Zechariah 4, 3 and Zechariah 11, and, uh, 11 to 14, or Zechariah 4, 11 to 14. And if anyone attempts to injure them, fire pours from their mouth and consumes their enemies. If anyone should attempt to harm them, those he is doomed to be slain. Cross-reference 1 Kings 1.10, Jeremiah 5.14. And these two witnesses have power to shut up the sky so that no rain may fall during the days of their prophesying, their predictions of events relating to Christ's kingdom and his speedy triumph. And they also have power to turn the waters into blood and to smite and scorch the earth with all manner of plague as often as they choose. You can read that Exodus 7 17, Exodus 19, 1 as 19, and the first king 17, 1. And when they have finished their testimony and their evidence is all in, the beasts and the monsters that comes up out of the abyss, back at the bottom of the speed, will wage war on them and conquer them and kill them. Uh, Daniel also wrote that in Daniel chapter 7, 3, uh, uh, verse, uh, chapter 7, verse 3 and 7, 21. And their dead bodies will be exposed in the open street, a public square of the great city, which is in spiritual sense called by the mystical and allegorical names of Sodom and Egypt, where also their Lord was crucified, Isaiah 1, 9. 
For three and a half days, men from the races and the tribes and languages and nations will gaze at their dead bodies and will not allow them to be put in a tomb. And those who dwell on the earth will gloat and exult over them and rejoice exceedingly, taking their ease and sending presents in congratulations to one another, because these two prophets had been such a vexation and trouble and torment to all the dwellers on the earth. But after three and a half days, by God's gift, the breath of life again entered into them, and they rose up on their feet, and great dread and terror fell on those who, be, who washed them. Ezekiel 37, 5, 10, cross-reference. The two witnesses heard a strong voice from heaven calling to them, Come up here! And before the very eyes of their enemies, they ascended into heaven in a cloud. In brackets, 2 Kings 2, 11. At that time, and at that very hour, there was a tremendous earthquake. And when tent of the city was destroyed, fell, 7,000 people perished in the earthquake, and those who remained were filled with dread and terror, and were awestruck, and they glorified God of heaven. The second world calamity has passed, now the third world is speedily to come. The seventh angel then blew his trumpet, and there were mighty voices in heaven. Remember, these angels, Jesus Christ released them. It's no longer a white dove here. The seventh angel blew his trumpet, and there were mighty voices in heaven shouting, The dominion, kingdom, sovereignty, rule of the world has now come into the possession and become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, the Messiah, and it shall reign forever and ever, for the eternities of eternities. Psalms 22, 28, Daniel 7, 13, and 14, 27. That's also a cross-reference. And the 24 elders of the heavenly Sahedrin, who Sanhedrin, who sit on their thrones before God, prostrated themselves before him and worship, exclaiming to you, we give thanks, exclaiming to you, we give thanks, Lord God omnipotent, the one who is ever was, for assuming the high sovereignty and the great power that are yours for beginning, beginning to reign. And the hidden, the nation's rage, but your wrath, retribution, and indignation came the time when the dead will be judged, and your servants, the prophets and saints, awarded. And those who revere fear your name, both low and high, and small and great, and the time for destroying the corruptors of the earth. Psalms 22, verse 1. And the sanctuary of God in heaven was thrown open, and the ark of his covenant was seen standing inside in his sanctuary, and there were flashes of lightning, loud rumblings, blasts, mutterings, pearls of thunder, an earthquake, and a terrific hailstorm. First Kings 8, 1 to 16. Cross-reference. Revelation 12. And a great sign, wonder, warning of future events of venial significance appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and with a crown-like garland, tiary of twelve stars on her head. And she was pregnant, and she cried out in her bed pangs, and the anguish of her delivery. And another ominous sign, one was seen in heaven. Behold, a huge fairy red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven kingly crowns that is upon his head. Daniel 7 7. He still swept across the sky and dragged down a third of the stars, flung them to the earth. And the dragon stationed himself in front of the woman who was about to be delivered, so that he might devour her child as a son, as soon as she brought it forward. Daniel 8 10. Cross reference. And she brought forth a male child, one who is destined to shepherd or rule all the nations with an iron staff or scepter. 
and a child was caught up to God and his throne. Trust your friend. Psalms 2, 8, 9. Psalms 1, 10, verse 1 and 2. And the woman herself fled into the desert wilderness where she was a retreat, where she has a retreat prepared for her by God in which she is to be fed and kept safe for 1,260 days as 42 months, three and one half years. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels went forth to battle with the dragon and the air dragon and his angels fought. But they were defeated and there was no room found for them in heaven any longer. And the huge dragon was cast down out at age old seven, who is called the devil and Satan, he who is a seducer, deceiver of all humanity the world over. He was forced out and down to the earth, and his angels were flung out along with him. Genesis chapter 3 1 and 14, uh, 15, Zechariah 3 1. Then I heard a strong, loud voice in heaven saying, Now it has come. The salvation and the power and the kingdom, the dominion, the reign of our God, and the power, the sovereignty and authority of his Christ, the Messiah, for the accuser of our brethren, he who keeps bringing before our God charges against them day and night, have been cast out. Job 1, 9-10 Cross-reference. And they have overcome, conquered him by means of the blood of the Lamb, and by the returns of their testimony. For they did not love and cling to life, even when faced with death holding um, their lives cheap till they had to die for their witnessing. Therefore be glad, exalt, O heavens, and you that dwell in them. But woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil has come down to you in fierce anger, or in brackish fury, because he knows that he, he has only a short time left. Isaiah 44, 23, Isaiah 49, 13. When the dragon saw that he was cast down to the earth, he went in pursuit of the woman who had given birth to the male child. But the woman was supplied with the two wings of a giant eagle, so that she might fly from the presence of the serpent into the desert wilderness, to the retreat where she is to be kept safe and fed for time and times and half a time, three, one and a half years, or 1,260 days. And read that account in Daniel chapter 7, 25, Daniel 12, 7. Then out of his mouth the serpent spouted forth water like a flood after the woman, that she might be carried off with the torrent. But the head came to the rescue of the woman, and the ground opened his mouth and swallowed up the stream of water which the dragon had sprouted from his mouth. So the dragon was furious and raged at the woman, and he went away to wage war on the remainder of our descendants on those who obey God's commandments and who have the testimony of Jesus Christ and adhere to it and bear witness to it. Revelation 13 as I stood on the sandy beach, I saw a beach coming up out of the sea with ten hands and seven heads. On his hands he had ten royal crowns, diamonds, and the blasphemous titles names on his head. And the beast that I saw resembled a leopard, but his feet were like those of a bear, and his mouth was like that of a lion. And to him the dragon gave his own might and power, and his own throne and great dominion. One of his heads seemed to have a deadly wound. His death stroke was healed, and the whole earth went after the beast in amazement and admiration. They fell down and paid homage to the dragon because he had bestowed on the beast all his dominion and authority. They also praised and worshipped the beast, exclaiming, Who is much for the beast, and who can make war against him? And the beast was given the power of speech, altering boastful and blasphemous words, and was given freedom to exact his authority 
and exercised his will during 42 months, three and a half years. Daniel recorded that also in Daniel 7:8. And he opened his mouth to speak slanders against God, blaspheming his name and his abode, even vilifying those who live in heaven. He was further permitted to wage war on God's holy people, the saints, and to overcome them. And the power was given him to extend his authority over every tribe and people and tongue and nation. Daniel 7, 21 and 25. And all the inhabitants of the earth will fall down in adoration and pay in homage everyone whose name was not being recorded in the book of life of the Lamb that was slain in sacrifice from the foundation of the world. If anyone is able to hear, let him listen. Whoever leads into captivity will himself go into captivity. If anyone slays with a sword, with a sword must he be slain. Herein is a call for the patience and the faith and the fidelity of saints, God's people. Jeremiah 15, 12. Then I saw another beast rising up out of the land itself. He had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke, roared like a dragon. He exerts all the power and the right of control of the former beast in his presence, and causes the earth and those who dwell upon it to exalt and defy the first beast whose deadly wound was healed to worship him. He performs great signs, startling miracles, even making fire fall from the sky to the earth in man's sight. And because of the signs, miracles which he is allowed to perform in the presence of the first beast, he deceives those who inhabit the earth, commanding them to erect a statue, an image in his likeness of the beast who was wounded by the small sword and still lives. And is permitted also to impart the breath of life into the beast's image so that the statue of the beast could actually talk and cause to be put to death those who would not bow down and worship the image of the beast. Daniel 3 5. So, example there. Also, he compels all alike, both small and great, both the rich and the poor, both free and slave, to be marked with an inscription stamped on their right hand or on their foreheads, so that no one will have power to buy or sell unless it bears his time or the mark, the inscription, that is the name of the beast or the number of them. Here is a room for discernment, a call for wisdom of interpretation. Let anyone who has intelligence, penetration, and insight enough calculate the number of the beast, for it is a human number. The number of a certain man, his number is 666. Revelation 14. And I looked, and behold, a lamb stood on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000 men, who had his name and his father's name inscribed on their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven like the sound of great waters, and the rumbling of mighty thunders. And the voice I heard seemed like the music of the harpies accompanying themselves on their harps. And I sang a new song before the throne of God, before the four living creatures, before the elders of the heavenly son, Hedron. No one could learn to sing that song except the 144,000 who had been ransomed, purchased, redeemed from the earth. These are they who have not defiled themselves by relationships or relations with women, for they are pure as virgins. These are they who follow the Lamb wherever He goes. These are they who have been ransomed, purchased, redeemed from among men as the first fruit for God and Lamb. No lie was found to be upon their lips, for they are blameless spotless, untainted, without blemish, before the throne of God. Then I saw another angel flying in mid-air with an eternal gospel, our good news, to tell to the inhabitants of the earth, to every race and tribe and language and people. And he cried with a mighty voice, Revere God 
and give him glory, honor and praise and worship, for the hour of his judgment has arrived. Fall down before him, pay him homage and adoration, and worship him who created heaven and earth, the sea and the springs, fountains of water. Then another angel, the second, followed, declaring, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great, she who made all nations drink of the maddening wine of our passionate unchastity, in bracket, idolatry. Isaiah 21 9, cross reference there. Then another angel, a third, followed them, saying, With a mighty voice, whether peace will meet the beast and his statue, and permits the beast come, mark inscription to be put on his forehead or on his hand, he too shall have to drink of the wine of God's indignation and wrath, poured undiluted into the cup of Zanga. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and the presence of the Lamb. Genesis 19.24 And the smoke of their torment ascended forever and ever. They have no respite, no pause, no intermission, no rest, no peace, day or night. These who pay homage to the beast and to his image, and whoever receives the stamp of his name upon him, Isaiah 34, 10. Here comes in a call for the steadfastness of the saints, the patience, the endurance of the people of God, those who habitually keep God's commandment and their faith in Jesus. Then I heard further perceiving the distinct words of a voice from heaven saying, Write this, blessed, happy to be envied are the dead from now on who die in the Lord. Yes, blessed, happy to be envied indeed, says the Spirit, in that they may rest from their labor, for their works these do follow, attend, accompany them. Again I looked, and behold, I saw a white cloud, and sitting on the cloud, one resembling son of man, with a crown of gold on his head, and a sharp sickle in his hand. Daniel 7.13 recorded that as well. And another angel came out of the temple sanctuary, calling with a mighty voice to him who was sitting upon the cloud, putting your sickle and reap, for the hour has arrived to gather the harvest, for the earth's crop is fully ripened. Joel 3.13 So he was sitting upon the cloud, swung his sickle on the earth, and the earth's crop was harvested. Then another angel came out of the temple sanctuary in heaven, and he also carried his sharp sickle. Another angel came from the altar, the angel who has authority and power over fire, and he called with a loud voice, cry to him who had the sharp sickle, Put forth your sickle and reap the fruitage of the vine of the earth, for its grapes are entirely ripe. So the angel swung his sickle on the earth and stripped the grapes and gathered the vintage of the vines of the earth and cast it into the huge winepress, winepress of God's indignation and wrath. And the grapes in the winepress were trodden outside the city and blood poured from the winepress, reaching as high as horses cradle, for a distance of 1,600 stadia about 200 miles, Joel 3.13, cross reference. Revelation 15. And I saw another wonder, a sign, a token, a symbol in heaven, great and marvelous, warning of events of ominous significance. There were seven angels bringing seven plagues, afflictions, calamities, which are the last for. With them, God's wrath indignation is completely expressed which is his climax, and is ended. Leviticus 26, 21. And I saw what seemed to be a glassy sea blended with fire, and those who had come off victorious from the beast and from his statue and from the number corresponding to his name were standing beside the glassy sea with herbs of God in their hands. And they sang the song of Moses, the son, servant of God, 
and the song of the Lamb, saying, Mighty and marvelous are your works, O Lord God, the omnipotent, righteous, just, and true are your ways, O sovereign of the ages, king of the nations. Exodus 15, 1, 145, 17. O shall not reverence, reference, and glorify your name, O Lord, giving you honor and praise and worship. For you only are holy. All the nations shall come and pay homage and adoration to you for your just judgment, your righteous sentences, and these have been made known and displayed. Psalms 86, 9 and 10, Jeremiah 10, 7. After this I looked, and the sanctuary of the tent of the testimony in heaven was thrown open. And there came out of the temple sanctuary the seven angels, bringing the seven plagues, afflictions, calamities. They were arrayed in pure gleaming lining, and around their breasts they were they wore golden girdles. One of the four living creatures then gave the seven angels seven golden bowls full of the wrath and indignation of God, who lives forever and ever, in eternities of eternities. And the sanctuary was filled with smoke from the glory, the radiance, the splendor of God, and from his might and power. And no one was able to go into the sanctuary until the seven plagues, afflictions, calamities of the seven angels were ended. Uh, references here is 1 Kings 8.10, Isaiah 6.4, Ezekiel 44.4. Revelation 16. Then I heard a mighty voice from the temple sanctuary saying to the seven angels, Go and empty out on the earth the seven bowls of God's wrath and indignation. Psalm 69.24, Isaiah 66, verse 6. Hmm. 666, Isaiah 66, verse 6. Isaiah 666. So the first angel went and emptied his bowl on the earth. Foul, painful ulcers or sores came on the people who were mad with the stamps of the beast and who did homage to his image. Exodus 9 10, 11, Deuteronomy 28 35. The second angel emptied his bowl into the sea and it turned into blood like that of a corpse, thick, corrupt, ill smelling, and disgusting. And every living thing that was in the sea perished. Then the third angel emptied out his bowl into the rivers and the springs of water, and they turned into or became blood. That was repeated in Egypt in Exodus 7, 17-21. And I also heard the angel of the waters say, Righteous, just are you in these your decisions and judgment, you who are and where, O Holy One. Because you have heard, you have poured out the blood of your people, the saints and the prophets, and you have given them blood to drink. Such is their due. They deserve it. Psalm 79.3 Reference. And from the altar I heard the cry, Yes, Lord, God, the omnipotent, your judgment. In brackets, sentences and decisions are true and just and righteous. Psalms 119.137 Then the fourth angel emptied out his bowl upon the sun, and it was permitted to burn humanity with fierce glowing heat. People were severely burned by the fairy heat. And they reviled and blasphemed the name of God who has control of these plagues. And they did not repent of their sins. Can you imagine that? Felt no regret, contrition, and compunction for their waywardness, refusing to amend their ways to give him glory. Then the fifth angel emptied his bowl on the throne of the beast, and his kingdom was plunged in darkness. And people snared their tongues for the torment of the excruciating distress and severe pain. Exodus 10.21 and they blasphemed the God of heaven because of their anguish in their houses. And they did not deplore their wicked deeds or repent for what they had done. And the sixth angel emptied his bowl on the empty 
a mighty river Euphrates, and its water was dried up to make ready a road for the coming of the kings of the east from the rising sun. Isaiah 11, 15-16 And I saw three loathsome spirits like frogs leaping from the mouth of the dragon, from the mouth of the beast, and from the mouth of the false prophets. Exodus 8, 10, 3 Exodus 8, 3 1 Kings 22, 21, 23 For really they are the spirits of demons that perform signs, wonders, miracles, and they go forth to the rulers, leaders all over the world, to gather them together for war on the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I am going to come like a thief. Blessed, happy to be envied is he who stays awake, alert, and who guides his clothes, so that he may not be naked and have the shame of being seen exposed. And he gathered them together at the place which in Hebrew is called Armageddon, 2 Kings 9, 27. The seventh angel emptied out his bowl into the air, and a mighty voice came out of the sanctuary of heaven from the throne of God, saying, It is done. It is all over. It is all accomplished. It has come. Isaiah 6, 6, 6. Mark that scripture. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 6. And there followed lightning flashes, loud rumblings, pearls of thunder, and a tremendous earthquake. Nothing like it has ever occurred since men dwelt on the earth. So severe, farishing, was that earthquake. Exodus 19, 16. And Daniel 12, 1. The mighty city was broken into three parts. The cities of the nations fell, and God kept in mind mighty Babylon to make her drain the cup of his furious wrath and indignation. And every island fled, and no mountains could be found, and great excessively oppressive hailstones, as heavy as a talent between fifth and sixth pounds of immense size, fell from the sky on the people. And the men, the men blasphemed God for the plague of hail. So very great was the torture of that plague. Exodus 9.23 is cross-reference. Revelation 17. One of the seven angels who had the seven bowls then came and spoke to me, saying, Come with me, I will show you the doom, in bracket sentence, judgment of the great harlot or idolatress, who is seated on many waters. Jeremiah 51.13 When you hear many waters, it's nations. When you hear hallowed, it's idolatry. Anything we worship that is not of God. It could be our money. It could be our country. It could be our church. It could be our pastors. It could be anything. Anything that we worship is idolatry. Anything behind, beyond God. Verse 2. She with whom the rulers of the earth have joined in prostitution. In bracket, prostitution again is idolatry. And with the wine of those immorality, again idolatry. The inhabitants of the earth have become intoxicated. Uh, reference here, Jeremiah 25, 15 and 16. And the angel bore me away, wrapped in the spirit, into a desert wilderness. And I saw a woman seated on a scarlet beast that was all covered with blasphemous titles, names. And he had seven heads, ten horns. The woman was robed in purple and scarlet and bedecked with gold, precious stones, pearls. And she was holding in her hand a golden cup full of the accused offenses and the filth of her lewdness and vice. Jeremiah 51 7. Cross On her forehead, there were inscribed a name of mystery with a secret symbolic meaning Babylon the Great, the mother of prostitutes, in bracket, idolatresses, and of the filth and atrocities and abomination of the earth. I also saw that the woman was drunk, drunk with the blood of the saints, God's people, 
the blood of martyrs who witnessed for Jesus. When I saw her, I was utterly amazed and wondered greatly. But the angel said to me, Why do you wonder? I will explain to you the secret symbolic meaning of the mystery of the woman, as well as a beast having the seven heads and ten horns that carries her. Can imagine angel giving an explanation. God doesn't want us to keep us in the dark. He doesn't want to keep us in the dark. He brings everything to the fore. So no one will say, I do not know. The beast that you saw once, that's verse 8 of Revelation 17. The beast that you saw once was, but now is no more. And he's going to come up out of the abyss, the bottomless pit, and they proceed to go to perdition. And the inhabitants of the earth whose names have not been recorded in the book of life from the foundation of the world will be astonished when they look at the beast. Because he once was, but now is no more, and is yet to come. Daniel 7.3 This calls for a mind to consider that it is packed with wisdom and intelligence. It is something for a particular mode of thinking and judging of thoughts, feelings, and purposes. The seven heads are seven hills upon which the woman is sitting. When you hear woman, that's a nation. And there are also seven kings, five of whom have fallen, one still exists, and one is reigning. The other seven has not yet appeared. When it does arrive, he must stay but a brief time. And as for the beast that once was, but now is no more, he himself is an eighth ruler, king or head, but he is of the seven and belongs to them, and he goes to perdition. Also the ten thorns that you observe are ten rulers, kings who have as yet received no royal dominion, but together they are to receive power, to receive power and authority as rulers for a single hour along with the beast. Daniel 7, 2024 was also recorded. These have one common policy, opinion, and purpose, and they deliver their power and authority to the beast. They will wage war against the Lamb, and the Lamb will triumph over them, for his Lord of Lords and Kings of Kings, and those who with him and on his side are chosen and called elected and royal and faithful followers. Daniel chapter 2, 47. And the angel further said to me, The waters that you observed where the holidays seated are races, multitudes, nations, and dialects, the waters, nations. All right. And the ten horns that you see, saw, they and the beasts will be the very ones to hate the hallowed for adulterous women. They will make her shearless, bereaved, desolate, and they will strip her and eat up her flesh and ultimately, utterly consume her with uh, fire. For God has put it into their hearts to carry out his own purpose by acting in harmony and surrendering their royal power. And also to the beast until the prophetic words, intention, and purpose of God shall be fulfilled. And the woman that you saw is herself the great city which dominates and controls the rulers and leaders of the earth. Then we are Revelation 18. Then I saw another angel descending from heaven, possessing great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his radiance and splendor. And he shouted with a mighty voice, She is falling, mighty Babylon is falling. She has become a resort and a dwelling place for demon, a dungeon haunted by every loathsome spirit, and abort for every filthy and detestable bird. For all nations have drunk the wine of our passionate unchastity, and the rulers and leaders of the earth have joined with her in committing fornication in bracket idolatry. 
and the businessmen of the earth have become rich with the wealth of her excessive luxury and wantonness. I then heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out from her, my people, so that you may not share in her sins nor participate in her plagues. Isaiah 43, 20, Jeremiah 58. For her iniquities, her crimes and transgressions are piled up as high as heaven. God has remembered her wickedness and her crimes and calls them for settlement. Jeremiah 51 9. Repay to her what she herself has paid to others and double her doom in accordance with what she has done. Makes a double portion for her in cup she makes for others. Psalm 137 8. The decree that she glorified herself and revealed in her wantonness, living deliciously and luxuriously to that measure imposed on her torment and anguish, tears and mourning. Since in her heart she boasts, I am not a widow as a queen on a throne I sit and I shall never see suffering or experience sorrow, as I for seven, eight, and nine. So shall her plagues, affliction, calamities come quick upon her in a single day, pestilence and anguish and sorrow and famine, and shall be utterly consumed, burnt up with fire, for mighty is the Lord God who judges her. And the rulers and leaders of the earth who joined her in her immorality, idolatry, and luxuriety, luxuriated with her, will weep and beat their breasts and lament over her when they see the smoke of her conflagration. Ezekiel 26, 16, and 17 was recorded there. They will stand a long way off in terror of her torment, and they will cry, Woe, and alas, the great city, the mighty city, Babylon, in one single hour, how your doomed judgment has overtaken you. And the earth businessmen will weep and grieve over her because no one buys their freight cargo anymore. Their merchandise is of gold, silver, and precious stones, and pearls of fine linen, people, silk, and scarlet, stuffs, all kinds of scented wood, all sorts of articles of ivory, all varieties of objects of costly woods, bronze, iron, nerve, marble, of cinnamon, spices, incense, ointment, and perfume and frankincense of wine and olive oil, fine flour and wheat of cattle and sheep, horses and coveyances, and of slaves, the bodies and souls of men, the ripe fruits and delicacies of which your soul longed have gone from you, and all your luxuries and dainties, your elegances and splendor are lost to you, never again to be recovered or experienced. The dealers who handle these articles, who grew wealthy through their business with her, will stand a long way off in terror of her doom and torment, weeping and grieving aloud, and saying, Alas, alas, for the great city that was robed in fine linen, robed in fine linen, in purple and scarlet, bedecked and glittering with gold, with precious stones and with pearls, because in one single hour all the vast wealth has been destroyed, wiped out, and all ship captains, and pilots, navigators, and all live by seafaring, the crews, and all who ply their trade on sea, stood a long way off. Isaiah 23, 14, Ezekiel 27, 26, 30. And exclaimed as he watched the smoke of her burning, what city could be compared to the great city? And they threw dust on their heads as they wept and grieved, exclaiming, Woe and last for the great city, where all who had ships on the sea grew rich, through her extravagances from her great wealth. In one single hour, she has been destroyed and has become a desert. Ezekiel 27, 34, 
rejoice, celebrate over her, O heaven, O saints, people of God, and apostles and prophets, because God has executed vengeance for you upon her. As I thought, four twenty-three, Jeremiah fifty-one forty-eight. Then a single powerful angel took up a boulder like a great milestone, a millstone, and flung it into the sea, crying, "With such violence shall Babylon the great city be hauled down to destruction, and shall never again be found." And the sound of the harpies, minstrels, and flute players, and trumpeters shall never again be heard in you. And no skilled artisan of any craft shall ever again be found in you. And the sound of the millstone shall never again be heard in you. And never again shall the light of a lamp shine in you. And the voice of bridegroom and bride shall never be heard in you again. For your businessmen were the great and prominent men of the earth. And by your magic spells and poisonous charm, all nations were led astray, seduced, deluded. And in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints, and of all those who have been slain, slaughtered on earth. Revelation 19. After this, I heard what sounded like a mighty shout of a great crowd in heaven, exclaiming, Hallelujah! Praise the Lord, salvation and glory, splendor and majesty, power, dominion, and authority belong to our God. Because his judgment, his condemnation and punishment, his sentences of doom are true and sound and just and upright. He has judged, convicted, pronounced sentence, and doomed the great and notorious harlot or idolatrous, who corrupted and demoralized and poisoned the earth with her lewdness and idolatry, in bracket, idolatry. And he has avenged, visited on her the penalty for the blood of his servants at her hand. 3 43. And again they shouted, Hallelujah, praise the Lord. The smoke of her burning shall continue to ascend forever and ever through the eternities of eternities. Isaiah 34 10. Cross reference. Then the 24 elders of the heavenly son, Hadrian, and the four living creatures fell prostrate and worship, paying divine honors to God, who sits on the throne, saying, Amen, Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Then from the throne there came a voice saying, Praise our God, all you servants of ease, you who reverence him, both small and great. Uh, after that I heard what sounded like the shout of a vast drum, like the boom of many pounding waves, like the roar of terrific mighty pearls of thunder, exclaiming, Hallelujah, praise the Lord. For now the Lord our God, omnipotent, the all ruler reigns. Let us rejoice and shout for joy, exult and triumph. Triumphant. Let us celebrate and ascribe to him glory and honor for the marriage of the Lamb at last has come and his bride has prepared herself. She has been permitted to dress in fine radiant linen, dazzling and white, for the fine linen it signifies, represents the righteousness, the upright, just, and godly living deeds and conduct and right standing with God of the saints, God's holy people. Then the angel said to me, write this down, blessed, happy to be envied are those who, those who are summoned invited, called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. They said to me, Father, these are the true words, the genuine and exact declaration of God. And I fell prostrate at his feet to worship, to pay divine honors to him. But he restrained me and said, Refrain, you must not do that. I am only another servant with you and your brethren who have accepted and hold a testimony bound by Jesus. Worship God for the substance, essence of the truth revealed by Jesus, the spirit of all prophecy, the vital breath, the inspiration of all inspired preaching, and the protection of divine will and purpose, including both mine and yours. And a strong warning here for the church leaders 
who take worship from people or whoever you are, king or leader or prime minister, do not take praise and worship from human beings. God doesn't value it and it's not of God. After that, I saw heaven opened and behold, a white horse appeared. The one who was riding it is called faithful, trustworthy, loyal, incorruptible, steady and true. He possesses, passes judgment and wages war in righteousness, holiness, justice and uprightness. Ezekiel 1.1 His eyes blaze like a flame of fire. On his head are many kingly crowns, diamonds, and he has a title name inscribed which he alone knows or can understand. Daniel 10 says, He is dressed in a robe dyed by dipping in blood, and the title by which he is called is the Word of God. And the troops of heaven, clothed in fine linen, dazzling and clean, followed him on white horses. From his mouth goes forth a sharp sword with which he can smite, afflict, strike the nations, and he will shepherd and control them with a staff, scepter, a rod of iron. He will tread the winepress of the fairness of the wrath and the indignation of God, the all ruler, the almighty, the omnipotent. On his garment robe and his tie, he has a name inscribed King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Then I saw a single angel stationed in the sun's light. With a mighty voice, he shouted to all the birds that fly across the sky, Come together, gather to yourselves together for the great supper of God, that you may feast on the flesh of rulers, the flesh of generals, and the captains, the flesh of powerful and mighty men, the flesh of horses and their riders, the flesh of all humanity, both free and slave, both small and great, as Ezekiel 39, 4, 17 to 21. And I saw the beasts and the rulers and leaders of the earth with their troops mustered to go into battle and make war against him who is mounted on the horse against his troops. And the beast was seized and overpowered. And with him, the false prophet, who in his presence had worked wonders and performed miracles by which he led astray those who had accepted or permitted to be placed upon them the stamp of the beast and those who paid homage and gave divine honor to his statue. Both of them were hauled alive into the fairy lake that burns and blazes with brimstone, and the rest were killed with a sword that issues from the mouth of him who is mounted on the horse, and all the birds fed ravenously and glutted themselves with their flesh. Revelation 20 Then I saw an angel descending from heaven. He was holding the key of the abyss, the bottomless pit, and a great chain was in his hand, and he grieved and overpowered the dragon. And that old serpent of primeval times, who is the devil and Satan, and securely bound him for a thousand years. Then he hauled him into the abyss, the bottomless pit, and closed it and sealed it above him, so that he should no longer lead astray and deceive and seduce the nations until the thousand years were at end and end. After that, he was liberated for a short time. And I saw thrones and cities and them, those who where those to whom authority to access judges and to pass sentences was entrusted. Also I saw the souls of those who had been slain with axes beheaded for their witness unto Jesus and for preaching and testifying for the word of God, who had refused to pay homage to the beast or his statue and they had, they had not accepted his mark or permitted it to be stamped on their foreheads or on their hands. And they lived again and ruled with Christ the Messiah a thousand years. Daniel 7, 9 22-27. The remainder of the dead were not restored to life again until the thousand years were completed. This is the first resurrection. Blessed, happy to be envied, and happy, holy, spiritually whole, and compared 
unimpaired innocence and proves to virtue is a person who takes part, shares in the first resurrection over them, the second death exerts no power or authority. They shall be ministers of God and of Christ the Messiah. They shall rule along with him a thousand years. And when the thousand years are completed, Satan will be released from his place of confinement. And he will go forth to deceive and seduce and lead astray the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog. That's the word I heard when I was taken in the spirit to Europe, Gog and Magog, on the 2nd of February, 2023. Now, so I read that again. And he will go forth to deceive and seduce and lead astray the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth. Gog and Magog, to muster them for war. Their number is like the sand of the sea. Uh, you can read also account of Gog and Magog in Ezekiel 38, 2, 9, 15, 22. And this was not reported only by John. And they swamped up over the broad plain of the earth, and they cycled the fortresses, camp of God's people, the saints, and beloved city, but fire descended from heaven and consumed them. This is First King 1, 10, 12, Ezekiel 38 to 12, 2 and 12. The devil had, who had led them astray, deceiving and seducing them, was sold into the fairy lake of burning brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet were, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever through the ages of ages. And I saw a great white throne, and the one who was seated upon it, from whose presence and from the sight of whose face earth and sky fled away, no place was found for them. I also saw the dead, great and small. They stood before the throne, and the books were opened. And then another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged, sentenced by what they had done, their whole way of feeling and acting, their aims and endeavors, in accordance with what was recorded in the books. And the sea delivered up the dead who were in it. Death and hates the state of death or dismembered existence, surrendered the dead in them. And all were tried, and their cases determined by what they had done, according to their motives, aims, and works. Then death and hate, and the state of death, or dismembered existence, were thrown into the lake of fire. Is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found recording the book of life, it was hauled into the lake of fire. Then I saw a new sky, heaven, and a new earth. For the former sky and the former earth had passed away, vanished, and there no longer existed any sea. Isaiah 65, 17, 66, 22. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, all arrayed like a bride beautified and done for her husband. Then I heard a mighty voice from the throne, and I perceived its distinct words, saying, See, the abode of God is with men, and I will live and come tent among them, and they shall be his people, and God shall personally be with them, and be their God. Ezekiel 7.27 God will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more, neither shall there be anguish, sorrow, mourning, nor grief, nor pain anymore, for the old conditions and the former order of things are passed away. Isaiah 25.8-5.10 And he who is seated on the throne said, See, I make all things new. Also he said, Record this, for these sayings are faithful, accurate, incorruptible, and trustworthy, and true, genuine. Isaiah 53, 19. And the Father said to me, It is done, and the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the testy, I myself will give water without price from the fountain springs of the water of life. Isaiah 55, 1. 
he who is victorious shall inherit all these things, and I will be God to him, and he shall be my son. But as for the cowards and the ignoble and the contemptible and the cravenly lacking in courage, the cowardly submissive, as for the unbelieving and faithless, as for the, the brave and defiled with abominations, and as for the murderers and the lewd and the adulterers and the practices, practices of magic arts and the idolaters, who's those who give supreme devotion to anything or anyone or anyone or anything other than God, and all lies. Those who knowingly converge on truth by word or deed, all of these shall have their part in the lake that blazes with fire and brimstone. This is the second death, Isaiah 30, 33. And one of the seven angels who had the seven balls filled with the seven final plagues, afflictions and calamities came and spoke to me. He said, come with me, I'll show you the bride, the lamb's wife. Then in the spirit, he conveyed me away to a vast and lofty mountains exhibited to me, the holy, hallowed, consecrated city of Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. Ezekiel also made, uh, revealed about this in Ezekiel 42. Talk about spiritual travel. Clothed in God's glory, in all his splendor and radiance, the luster of it resembled a rare and most precious jewel, like jasper, jasper, shining clear as crystal. It had a massive and high wall with twelve large gates. At the gates there were stationed twelve angels. And on the gates, the names of the twelve tribes, the sons of Israel, were written. Exodus 28, 21, Ezekiel 48, 30, 35, they recorded. On the east side, three gates. On the north side, three gates. On the south side, three gates. On the west side, three gates. On the wall of the city are twelve foundation stones. And on them, the twelve names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And he who spoke to me had a golden measuring reed to measure the city and its gates. And his wall, Exodus 45, was recorded. The city lies in a square, its length being the same as its weight. And he measured the city with his reed 12,000 stadia, about 1,500 miles. Its length and width and height are the same as a square city. He measures his wall also, 144 cubits, about 72 yards by a man's measure of a cubit from his elbow to his third fingertip, which is the measure of the angel. The wall was built of jasper, while the city, while the city itself was of pure gold, clear, transparent like glass. The foundation stones of the wall of the city were ornamented with all of the precious stones. The first foundation stone was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, the white agate, or white agate, the fourth emerald, as after 4, 11, 12, the fifth onyx, the sixth sardis, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl. The night to pass, the ten chrysophrase, the eleven jacinth, the twelve amethyst, and the twelve gates were twelve pearls, each separate gate built, being built of one solid pearl. And the main street, the broadway of the city, was of gold as pure and translucent as glass. I saw no temple in the city, for the Lord God only put in himself, and the Lamb himself are his temple. And the city has no need of the sun nor of the moon to give light to it, but the splendor and radiance, glory of God illuminated it, and the Lamb is Islam. Isaiah 24, 23, Isaiah 61, 19. The nation shall walk by its light, and the rulers and leaders of the earth shall bring into it their glory, and its gates shall never be closed by day, and there shall be no night there. They shall bring the glory, the splendor and majesty, and the honor of nations into it, but nothing that defiles or profanes or is unwashed shall 
ever enter it. Nor anyone who commits abominations, unclean, detestable, morally impugnant things, or practice falsehood. Not only those whose names are recorded in the Lamb's Book of Life. Finally, Revelation 22. And he showed me the river whose way, whose waters give life, sparkling like crystal, flowing out from the throne of God and of the Lamb. Through the middle of the broadway of the city also, on either side of the river was a tree of life with twelve varieties of fruit, yielding each month its fresh crop, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing and the restoration of the nations. Genesis 2.9 There shall no longer exist there anything that is a cost, detestable, foil, offensive, pure, impure, hateful or horrible. But the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servant shall worship him, pay divine honors to him, and do him holy service. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. And there shall be no more night. They have no need for lamp light or sunlight, for the Lord God will illuminate them, and be the light, and they shall reign as kings forever and ever, through the eternities of eternities. And he of the seven angels further said to me, These statements are reliable, worthy of confidence, and genuine, true. And the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, has sent his messenger angel to make known and exhibit to his servants what must soon come to pass. And behold, I am coming speedily. Blessed, happy, to be envied is he who observes and lays to heart and keeps the truths of the prophecy, the predictions, the consolations, and the warning contained in this little book. And I, John, am he who heard and witnessed these things. And when I heard and saw them, I fell prostrate before the feet of the messenger angel who showed them to me, to worship him. But he said to me, Refrain, you must not do that. I am only a fellow servant along with yourself, with your brethren, the prophets, with those who are mindful of and practice the truths contained in the message of this book. Worship God. And I say to every one of us, Worship God. Never worship any man. Never worship anything. Never worship your children. Don't worship your work. Don't worship your, your job. Don't worship your country. Don't worship your, your church building. Don't worship your pastors. Worship God. And if father told me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book and make no secret of them. For the time when things are brought to a crisis and the period of their fulfillment is near. He who is unrighteous, unjust, wicked, let him be unrighteous still. And he who is filthy, vile, and pure, let him be filthy still. And he who is righteous, just, upright, and right standing with God, let him do right still. And he who is holy, let him be holy still. Behold, I am coming soon, and I shall bring my wages and rewards with me to repay and render to each one just what his own actions and his own work merit. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. But before all and the end of all, blessed, happy, to be envied are those who cleanse their garments, that they may have the authority and right to approach the trees of life and to enter through the gates into the city. But without our dogs and those who practice sorceries, magic arts, and impurity, the lewd idolaters and the murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and deals in falsehood, untruth, error, deception, cheating, I, Jesus, have sent my messenger angel to you to witness and to give you assurance of these things for the church's assemblies. 
and the root, the source, the offsprings of David, the radiant, the brilliant morning star, the Holy Spirit, and the bride, the church, the true Christians say, Come, and let him who is listening say, Come, and let everyone come who is thirsty, who is painfully conscious of his need of those things by which the soul is refreshed, supported, and strengthened. Whoever earnestly desires to do it, let him come, take appropriate, and drink the water of life without cost. I personally solemnly warn everyone who listens to the statements of the prophecy, the predictions, and the consolations and the dominations pertaining to them in this book. If anyone shall add anything to them, God will add and lay upon him the plagues, the afflictions, and the calamities that are recorded and described in this book. And if anyone cancels or takes away from the statement of the book of this prophecy, these predictions relating to Christ's kingdom and his speedy triumph, together with the consolations and admonitions of warnings pertaining to them, God will cancel and take away from him his share in the tree of life, in the city of holiness, purity, and hallowedness, which has described and promised in this book. He who gives this warning and affirms and testifies to this thing says, Yes, it is true. Surely I am coming quickly, swiftly, speedily. Amen. So let it be. Yes, come, Lord Jesus. The grace, blessings, and favor of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, be with you all, the saints, God's holy people, those set apart for God. Be as it were, exclusively His. Amen. So be it. This is Ambassador Monday, Orejo Ogojo, or by God's Eagle Ministries, where we are seeding the nations with God's Word. God is trans- transforming lives through His timeless truth, one content at a time evangelism, discipleship, healing, deliverance, restoration, prayer, without wars, borders, and denomination. The word that came to me on the 2nd of February, 2023, I, I was in the spirit in, in our third week of our waiting on the Lord. I was over Europe and I saw a man, but the picture of the man, the face of the man was not shown. It was just dark cloud. And the spirit said, Gog and Magog. And for one week, I've been meditating on it. Today, I got prompted to read this revelation to the body of Christ. I hope you're blessed by it. And if you do not know Christ, if you're not standing, make sure you receive Christ today. Call him into your life. Release your life to him. Tell him to be the Lord and Savior of your life. And release every decision you make to him so that he will order your step in the path that God has mapped out for you. He says, come unto me, or you labor and heavy laden, and I will, uh, and I will answer you. And I'll um, take my yoke upon me and learn of me. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. May the burdens that you're carrying, the yoke be released today as you come to him. And as many that are Christians are, are taking thought for their lives. They take no thought for your life, what you will eat, what you will drink. For after these things the Gentiles seek, but my heavenly Father knows that you have this need. But seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. This is a promise I will leave for you today, that as the world goes into unpredictable times, that the Lord will preserve all of us in him. And as men that do not know him, we run to him. And if you do not know Christ, you listen to this right now. Says, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I repent of all my sin. I come to you today. Receive me to your kingdom. I believe in you. You are the Son of God who died on a cross for the redemption of mankind. I receive you now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So take care 
And uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his countenance to shine upon you greatly and give you peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. May he cause the light to fall for you in pleasant places, even in these times and these seasons, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. These 22 uh, chapters were read in uh, an hour plus. Jesus' name, amen. Take care.